Welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture biology podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we're celebrating World Whale Day, which was two days ago, um, by watching and discussing Whale Rider. Welcome, welcome. We are back in the ocean this episode with everybody's fave, whales. Um, Whale Rider is a New Zealand movie that came out in 2002. It's based on a book by uh, Witty Ihimera, and um, it was really, really great. Had you seen it before we watched it? I had half seen it. I had seen it for some reason. It was a movie on a bus when I was in Australia, which is a horrible place for this movie because it's very plot-driven. And mm. it's very quiet. And yes. it's like, this was 2007, everybody. So it's not yeah. like I was watching it on my iPad or something. This was a fuzzy screen at the top on a VCR. Um, so it was really like a lot of like random noises. Yes, there's lots stuff. of random noises. Um, <laughs> um, so I, had, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I knew how it ended. And that was it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had seen it. Um, but probably not since around when it came out in North America. So it came out in, it came out originally in 2002, but it didn't get released, um, in North America until 2003. Um, but yeah, I definitely saw it. And I think I've, I've read the book, but a long time ago. Um, be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I lived in New Zealand for the school year as part of university in 2001 to 2002, like that school year. So it was awesome to get to watch this, even though it was in like a totally different place that I was and obviously a totally different experience than I had. It was still uh, great to watch and mm-hmm. also, you know, whales. So um, the movie is really, really great. The lead actress in it, uh, Keisha Keisha Castle-Hughes, was nominated for an Oscar, um, which I think was pretty well-deserving but like with lots of child actors she was like 12 or 13 you know it's her getting nominated for an oscar is also like she was able to because of great directing and great writing Mm -hmm. yeah so which i think is the case with all actors but i think even more so with kids Mm -hmm. Um, totally so do you want to do a little plot summary hopefully other people have seen this movie if you haven't Mm -hmm. seen it i would really really recommend watching it yeah Um, it's really good it's a lot of myth that sarah will talk about in a minute Mm -hmm. um but it's basically um a tribe of maoris Mm -hmm. yes correct i don't want to i don't want to like i know they're maoris but i don't know if there's like oh it's just it's like a maori town i don't know okay so it's a Maori town with the chief and the daughter, uh, the granddaughter, and she was um, a twin at birth, and her um, brother and her mom died at childbirth, but her brother was the one who was foretold, basically, to be the next chief, which for a reason that I never really understood why. Um, and so her grandfather, who is the chief, was very mad, and it was it's a lot of uh, strike against the patriarchy type things of, you can't be the chief. Um, I love you because you're my granddaughter, but you can't be the chief and you can't do the things that the boys can do and you can't fight these things. You can't learn how to fight because only boys can fight and all of that kind of stuff. And she's just like, no, I'm going to do it because I'm a girl and I'm 12 and too bad kind of thing. Um, Like she does and she's still very respectful of her traditions. She understands. She knows all of her, the traditions that female children are supposed to have and stuff, which I 
There's a part that I really like that she's not trying to um, run away from her traditional like, female role. She knows all of that stuff, but she just wants to do more. And she does not like setting out to be chief. She just wants to learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to be um, cast aside or put in the back. That's basically the main point of the story is that and like her learning things and her grandfather being mad at her um Mm. there's lots of points of tension um and in the end at the big climax because she recites um a chant that she's that she secretly learns um she she calls the whales which is part of this myth she calls the whales and a bunch of right whales beach on their beach Mm -hmm. um and then they all go in and try and push them back and there's a big one and they're like if we get the big one out, the other ones will follow, which is a nice sentiment. <laughs> Probably yeah. not true. Um, and they can't get him to go, and everybody's sad, and they walk away, and she climbs on him and rides him back out into the sea, and all the other whales follow him, and she is the whale rider, like the um, uh, myth that she is named after, like the tradition that was foretold of her being chief, and of the chi- a new chief, a new whale rider coming. Um, mm. She was prophesized basically, but nobody knew because she was a girl. So, yeah, this movie is just one long strike against patriarchy, I'd like to say. (laughs) So, this the movie takes place, the book and the movie take place in um, a small, really small town uh, of Fungara, which is on the northeast coast of the North Island of New Zealand, and it was filmed there as well, and lots of, like, all the extras and lots of the kids and stuff are all uh, locals. Okay, so in in the movie, um, the girl's name is Paikia, um, which her, the grandfather was really upset about because Paikia is um, the name of a boy in, a, in the myth of when the um, Maori tribes in basically the South Island and East Coast of the North Island um, when they came from, according to the legends, Paikia came to New Zealand on the back of a whale. Um, so all, all Maori people um, came by canoe uh, from somewhere else in Polynesia and different um, tribes of Maori people um, have like different ways that they got there and so Paikia was the son of the chief and there was lots of like um, conspiracy with his brothers because he was the favorite and so Paikia is like out in the ocean and then this whale appears and lifts Paikia onto his back and then takes him to New Zealand and he begins the settlement of Fangara um, and takes the name Paikia after the word for whale um, and then Paikia's son travels further down on the South Island. So, like, there's lots of different origin stories, like different um, canoes that came. So, yeah, so the tribe that um, Paikia founds in Fungara is, like, descends down the East Coast, um, down towards, like, Kaikoura, which is a peninsula um, near Christchurch. Yeah, so this is the myth about, or one of the myths about how people settled New Zealand, which was, like, in the grand scheme of settlement pretty recent like maybe six ish hundred years ago like or a thousand years ago not it's i'm not super sure on that but it's way more recent than lots of other places which is kind of cool yeah Um, it's super cool yeah so a huge part of the story takes place in the marae which is like the gathering place sort of the um, north american equivalent or the like pacific northwest equivalent would be like a longhouse it's like a, a community hall or a gathering space a meeting space um, and then the grandfather sort of starts a school once he realizes 
So like his, he assumed it was would be his grandson, Pykea's, um twin brother who died would be the next chief. But um, so he starts a school of all the other firstborn sons in the in the community to try to find who will be the next chief and teach them um, like different like how to do the haka, which is like a kind of like a dance and like a dance slash chant um, mm-hmm. that Mara people do for lots of different reasons. The most famous haka is the one that the All Blacks do before rugby games. Um, so it's like a big, they do like a big chant and it's meant to like intimidate and scare um, uh, their enemies, basically, yeah. is one mm-hmm. of the reasons to do a haka. There's also other reasons to do a haka. But, um, and he teaches them different like fighting techniques and they have to go out into the ocean and try to collect the um, the like I think it's like the jawbone of a whale that the grandfather wears and like none of the kids are able to do it but then Paikia goes out on her own with her um uncle and is able to is able to do it um so that's pretty cool and then yeah so she there's lots of things in the movie as well that are like taboo things for girls or women to do including like um, a lot of the scenes in the canoe. Yeah, and the fighting as well. So the cast and crew, all the Maori people would do um, like chants afterwards so that like to ward off um, bad luck of her doing it in the movie, um, which I thought was interesting. Like um, like she's doing it in the movie and it does lead to sort of bad luck. Like these whales breach themselves or um, beach themselves. And, mm-hmm. um, but in real life, they were also like, you know, sort of trying to be like have be a respectful place and not um even though the story is a maori story and there's lots of maori people like trying to like respect every like be a respectful place for everybody's um beliefs and not just like to make a movie which i thought was kind Mm -hmm. of cool yeah Um, it really speaks to the authenticity of the maori parts of the movie yeah 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 Yeah. i mean i because i was living in a university town in a city Mm -hmm. like i didn't really meet a lot of Maori people like I wouldn't want to speak for how Maori people live in any regard at all but um I would say that like it seems like the presentation of what the city what the town looks like is really accurate partly because it's filmed Mm -hmm. in the actual town but like they're not like the town isn't made to look fancier or less fancy compared Mm -hmm. to what it would look like it's just presented accurately like it's not done as like a judgmental thing which i thought was cool um Mm -hmm. and they and the way that people talk in this was um like even probably more so in a predominantly maori community but like the way that english words and maori words are sort of mishmashed together like there's lots of people that just integrate certain maori words into everyday conversation even Mm -hmm. like white people and stuff so that felt really like they weren't that didn't feel fake to me at all it was really cool um yeah yeah what else did i have to say about this um yeah so the the big thing like the maori people or this group of maori people came from came on the back of a whale to new zealand which is a cool myth to have um and they talk about how it comes from um the maori place they come from is hawaii um which nobody really knows where it is. It could be like somewhere further up in um, elsewhere in Polynesia. Um, it could be somewhere that's not around anymore. It might be Hawaii. It might be Tahiti. Um, there's even some thought that the original, like the origin of Polynesian people came via Asia or Taiwan, which is kind of cool. Um, ocean currents are crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. 
yeah, yeah. Parents are crazy. But it um, still just makes me think about Moana, and now Moana is stuck in my head. Yes. Because obviously it's not the same, but it has it had some very similar vibes of ocean strong girl becoming yeah. chief. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, and like obviously different Polynesian communities are different than other ones, but yeah. yeah so there's that same still, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like the like tradition and call and tie to the ocean. Yes. Yeah, which was really neat. Um, yeah, I really liked this movie a lot. It made me want to go back to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah everything which, makes me want to go back. to I know, New Zealand, like it doesn't. Though. It doesn't take much to make me want to go but back. Even to New that Zealand. horrible Netflix rom com made us want to go back. To- <laughs> oh my gosh, it was not horrible. It was so good. <laughs> I loved it. They do a Hawkeye in that because they have they a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So Hawkeyes are done for lots of reasons. Um, yeah. The other thing that like it feels like you. When you see it in, like, Western, North American, like, they stick their tongue out a lot in the haka and, like, in different um, fights, and they do this, like, big, like, wide-eyed stare, like, their eyes sort of pop out of their head, and it does look funny, and, like, I think it's okay to realize it's, like, to think it's funny, but also once you realize what they're trying to do, like, the tongue sticking out was, like the origin of that is, like, intimidation because we're gonna eat you. Um, And the eyes was, like, to look bigger and more intimidating like so mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. our like aesthetics it looks funny but once you realize what's going on um it actually i don't know like you realize the the origin of how they're doing it and then people are so into it and like the chest slapping and stuff and even the kids when they're learning all the things like they find it funny at first but then as they start to actually take it seriously they yeah, are able to get, not laugh get at it, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, cool. it can it can be hard. Like in this movie, I think also because of the way that the movie like the tone of the movie is mm. so there's like two um uh scenes where the tongue comes out that I can remember mm. um that I kind of like chortled at because the movie is so like not sad or anything, but just kind of melodic and just kind of chill mm. and lo- lo- there's not a lot of funny scenes so when that happens like your instinct is to be like oh that was in there for a joke but it was obviously yeah. not and then once you continue watching the scene you're like oh i understand what's going on now yeah um, exactly but yeah it's definitely i think a north american thing a reaction to yeah or just like that a, yeah european thing um but yeah it was cool it was cool and it was mm-hmm. it was great to like hear so many different Maori words and stuff, and like apologies if I've mispronounced anything. Like I, yeah, I tried, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Um, so moving on from Maori stuff that we don't know a ton about, Lindsay, do you want to tell us a little bit about the whales that we saw? Yeah. So the whales in this movie were southern right whales. So in the myth, when the Sarah looked at the uh, name, it could have been for right whales or for humpbacks, um, which both are um, present. <laughs> In New Zealand, um, as well as lots of other kinds of things like sperm whales and lots of different dolphins and such. Um, so right whales um, are kind of funny. They You think that the, the myth, again, going back to myths, um, was that they were named because they were the right whale to hunt because they float and they step to the coast and they're very slow um, and they have lots of baleen and oil. So during hunting, they were great for hunt. They were great whales to hunt, and they were so that was where their name came from. Um, but we will link to this handy blog written by Whale Tales, our 
other uh, website and project. Um, there's no actual evidence of where that came from. Um, the earliest reference to the right well offers no indication, and it could just be to, intended to be um, true or proper and like typical, more like like the most generic kind of whale, like common kind of thing. like common dolphins. Yeah, or like whatever, yeah, yeah, like a common. It's a common whale. Just happens to be turned out to be right, and so the um, old wives' tale, I guess, of that is for hunting. And right whales, especially northern right whales, were hunted to almost extinction. There's only like 412 North Atlantic right whales left. There's like maybe four <laughs> Pacific right whales left. We do not know uh, how many are there because we we've seen like two in the last 20 years. Um, southern right whales are doing much better. There's lots of different ones. There's lots of different tiny populations along the southern in the southern oceans, southern hemisphere. Um, in New Zealand, we don't really know the full numbers, um, but the majority of them do uh, are around Auckland, which is very similar, uh, very close to where this movie takes place. So that part makes a lot of sense. Um, other than that, southern rails are known because they have big calluses of whale lice on them. So you would see that if you looked at a right whale picture, perhaps on whaletales.org, or <laughs> if you watch this movie. Yeah, um, and it's... Just have a- conveniently located so that she has something to hold on to while she's riding the yeah. whale. Yeah, it's very conveniently located in the movie. Um, they're baleen whales. They're pretty big. Um, that was one of the funnier parts for us mm. in the movie is the beaching of the right whales until they get to the big one where she then rides, so that obviously has to be an appropriate size. They're like super tiny. They're the size of, I don't even know, belugas or something. They're bigger they're... than belugas, but not much. <laughs> not much. So... Yeah. Um, right whales an adult female is 15 meters, 50 feet, and can weigh up to 47 tons, yeah. um, with the largest one, 18 meters. Um, and, um, so they're big. They're, you know, they're the size that you would think of when you think of whales. They're not blue whale size and they're not killer whale size. They're right in the same similar size to humpbacks and stuff like that. Um, so in the movie when all the other ones beach... They're very small and obviously very fake. And all of them are obviously very fake because of yeah. what has to get done in the movie. But uh, it's just really entertaining for me when the guy's standing <laughs> next to him and he's like twice the size, twice the height of the right whale. I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, like it really shouldn't have been that hard to get back into the water. No. Yeah, these whales were like, mate, like if the guy, because the grandfather isn't like a huge guy, like he's, you know, maybe like five and a half feet and the animal's like not even close to twice as long as him like no no yeah (laughs) yes so um but the the hero one like the main whale they did a really good job they did yeah was it a was an appropriate size yeah and that was accurate and it makes sense because at first it had to be big for plot points Mm -hmm. so that everyone had to try and push it back and they couldn't but also that she did have to ride it so it did have to be awe-inspiring as opposed to her riding the tiny ones also, they didn't have a lot of money, so yeah, they couldn't spend it all on whale budget. Whale, it's a, big whales. It's a, it's a movie from New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Pre Lord of the Rings, also, oh, yeah. the or budget, like same timey. The budget was three and a half million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it did really well. It grossed forty million dollars worldwide. Well, it's a really good movie. Yeah, and it was so, nominated for Oscars. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, right whales are cool there's an albino or an all-white calf we don't mm. know if she's albino or if some other kind of skin pigmentation in australia right now mm. um 
Yeah, I don't they don't have a lot of like exciting attributes. They're pretty slow moving and pretty chill surface activity. They're mm-hmm. not super acrobatic or anything. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. just there. They're just waiting yeah. for you to kill them. Yeah. Basically. basically. <laughs> Unfortunately so. in the past. Um mm-hmm. some other fun movie facts. Uh the actor who plays the grandfather Koro, uh the actor uh was asked to stay because he's working with so many kids who weren't professional actors he basically he was asked to just be in character the whole time which i thought was awesome so that they just like treated him always like the sort of grandfather slash chief um Mm. and the actor who plays her father was in the meg uh cliff curtis (laughs) he's been in other stuff too but another one of our favorite episodes Mm. yes um oh and he's gonna be in all the avatar movies that are coming out (laughs) yeah he's been in lots of stuff he's in uh he plays travis in fear the walking dead if you're one of those people who watches that show um and yeah he's been in lots of stuff but he he is actually from new zealand uh which is cool Basically, everybody mm-hmm. in this movie, other than, like, the people who weren't Maori, were Maori, um, which is awesome. Yeah. No, it was really cool. It was really well done. And it was just really good. Mm-hmm. So, I highly recommend. Also, whales are cool. If you wanted to learn more about whales, you can listen to the Whale Tales podcast. Yeah, so if you enjoy whales and you want to mm-hmm. learn more and uh, listen to more whale-related things, we have another podcast called the Whale Tales podcast where we talk about all sorts of whales that are in real life um, mm-hmm. and lots and lots of fun facts about all the kinds of cetaceans in the ocean. We, again, to celebrate World Whale Day, which was on February 15th, or the third Saturday of the February, if you're yeah. really that concerned about it, <laughs> um, we had a special episode come out uh, to answer all your cetacean questions, and we'll have another one coming out in a couple of weeks. So subscribe to the Whale Tales podcast, or you can read the stories on our website at whale-tales.org. That's tales like the story, not like the end. So cute. And if you want to follow along with what we're doing here on Nature Finds a Way, you can check us out on social media at Nature Finds a Pod or check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. We will be back in two weeks. Yay! Yay, yay, with our next episode. Which is not marine related. Correct. And we also haven't fully decided. So we will keep you correct. Okay. Okay. Talk to Thanks you later. for listening. Bye. Bye.